There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. We would like to thank you for tuning into the podcast. We certainly are thankful for each of our listeners, those who subscribe. We're thankful for the mothers that are doing homeschool even now, uh, having chapel services with the children. We thank the Lord for this opportunity to preach to the young people. And so I'm going to give a little bit more of a simple explanation today than even some days. And I'm going to do this for the children. I want them to be able to listen, to understand, to comprehend this. I'd like them to interact with their parents on this. Those of you that are not children, I pray it's edifying to you as well. But we have finished up with the Dublin Mills Community Church. And what a meeting we had. There's no other way to put it. And the Lord certainly helped us. The Lord certainly gave us strength. And there was evidence of conviction, evidence of the power of God in the services. How we thank him for that. We had a Second Chance Bible Church up in Harrisburg this week. And uh, we started yesterday, Sunday, had good services. We thank the Lord for that. We'll be there through Wednesday, Lord willing. And then we'll be on to the Shippensburg Independent Baptist Church in Shippensburg, Pennsylvania. That'll be Sunday through Friday. And looking for what God is going to do. We thank the Lord for the Wagner and the many, many years I've known him and his wife, and of course the church there. And so we're looking forward to what God is going to do. We've got a very busy season of preaching coming up, and we'll try to keep you up to date, try to keep up with the podcast. We thank the Lord for Dale Morey, who had sent us that message a little while ago. We were able to use that for the podcast, and how we thank the Lord for him. He's been a great friend of ours, and you need to look up Brother Morey. If you don't know him, don't know much of him, onesoulatatime.net is the website. And a lot of preaching on that website, hundreds and hundreds of messages on that website that you can go listen to preaching, learn about the ministry, Thirty behind bars, the ministry of Brother Dale Morey. Psalm 97 is our next psalm in line. And again, just a couple of little things here, not very minor things seemingly, yet there's nothing minor in the Word of God. These things point to Jesus Christ. And as we instructed even late last week, as that man had shared with me, he was never told to look for Jesus Christ in the Psalms. And yet the word of God told us to search the scriptures. Why? Because in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. So we're speaking of Jesus Christ. We're told to search the scriptures because they testify of him, how that he died for our sins according to the scriptures. And so you and I are obligated to look for those things. We are bound to look for those things. The word of God has required us to look for those things. And therefore, our life ought to be dedicated to seeing Jesus Christ, to seeking Jesus Christ, to see if this indeed is the Christ that we know. There's a lot of antichrist in this world. There's a lot of antichrist, singular, doctrine in this world. And therefore, the doctrines of God, from the word of God, we must search out. To do that, we must search Psalm 97. And Psalm 97 says, The Lord reigneth, let the earth rejoice, let the multitude of isles be glad thereof. So again, I believe this is speaking of a time uh, when Jesus Christ will come. He will rule. He will reign. I believe it's speaking on this earth. You can take this as a heavenly verse. 
but I believe it's a prophetic chapter, prophetic verse. I believe it's looking for Jesus Christ, the author, the finisher of our faith, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, that's him. And so at verse two says, clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his throne. And so again, you know, you look at that, the great God of heaven has a throne upon that throne. Jesus Christ is upon the right hand of God. That's the Godhead on the throne of God. And Jesus Christ walketh in the midst of the seven candlesticks at the right hand of God. But also on earth, there's a throne. Jesus Christ is going to be the throne of David is what the word of God says. And yet he is going to rule and he's going to reign for 1,000 years from that earthly throne, the throne that is rightfully his, that throne promised to David of his seed, God would raise up Jesus Christ. And then he says, a fire goeth before him and burneth up his enemies round about. Now we know that fire is the sword of his mouth. We know that that is the word of God. And that the seven spirits of God stand before the throne of God and testify. And I believe that'll be on this earth. I believe that's also in the heavenlies. And they'll stand, they'll burn forever in that tabernacle of God on earth, that tabernacle of God in heaven, that temple of God. They will burn, that light will not go out. And therefore, the word of God, the word of God is everything. The word of God is uh, is over all things. His words will not pass away. He told they shall not pass away, I should say. And we know that according to the scripture. So how important is the word of God? Well, if you're going to live forever with him, you're going to live forever with the word of God. And might I say, the only way to have that eternal life is through the word of God. And so how important is it? The word of God is the most important thing in our lives. We must have Jesus Christ. We must understand Jesus Christ. We must have the fullness of Christ. We must have the witness of Jesus Christ because he is the word of God. And yet we're in a day when men discount the word of God, discredit the word of God. And I've changed what I say about this. I used to say they changed the word of God, but they haven't changed the word of God. They've just embraced antichrist versions. And they've, they've not changed the word of God. You cannot change God's word. Because the second you change something, it's not God's word. Therefore, they've not changed the word of God. They've accepted a counterfeit. They've accepted a false Christ. They've accepted antichrist. And he says, his lightning enlighteneth the world, the earth saw and trembled. The hills melted like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens declare his righteousness, and all the people see his glory. Now, again, this is what really is the focus point of this verse being messianic, because it speaks of the glory of God. We know the glory of God came down and filled the tabernacle on earth. And uh, we know that that cloud was upon the tabernacle on earth. We know that cloud was Christ. We know the glory came down and filled Solomon's temple. When uh, the Psalms of Asaph and the Psalms of David were played with skilled instruments and sung and the trumpeters blew and the harp and the psaltery played, we know that the glory of God filled Solomon's temple. And we also then know that the glory of the Father is the Son. Jesus Christ is the glory of God. It's not some mystical thing. It's not some strange fog that comes and goes or some green wave that overthrows you. This isn't some kind of horror movie. The glory of God is Jesus Christ. And he said, the heavens declare his righteousness and all the people see his glory. Well, interesting because the righteousness of God is Jesus Christ. The glory of God is Jesus Christ. And so again, we see this as speaking of none other than Jesus Christ by the word of God. 
Romans chapter 3 deals much with the righteousness of God. I just want to look at a verse or two there. In verse 20 of Romans 3, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall be no flesh to be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law of the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all that believe. For there is no difference, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So he tells us the righteousness without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Who is he speaking of? Jesus Christ. How does one find that righteousness? By faith of Jesus Christ. That's why the Apostle Paul says in Galatians 2.20 that he lives by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So again, the heavens declare his righteousness and all the people see his glory, the glory of God, Jesus Christ. Confounded be all they that serve graven images, that boast themselves of idols, worship him, all ye gods. That's why they that believe, well, to them that believe he is precious. And then he says, they that believe are not confounded. There's no confounding to those that believe in the Son of God, to those that believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They're not confounded with idols. They don't worship money. They don't worship gods. They don't worship graven images. They don't bow down to the images of this world. No, they believe Jesus Christ. So confound to be all they that serve graven images. Why? There's only one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. And he is the propitiation for our sins. There's no one else you can go to. There's no other intercessor. There's no one else between us and God but Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, God in flesh, is the interceder for all those that call upon him, all those that call upon him in faith, believing that he is, and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Zion heard and was glad, and the daughters of Judah rejoiced because of thy judgments, O Lord. For thou, Lord, art high above all the earth. Thou art exalted far above all gods. Again, going back to an earlier word study that we talked about in the scriptures, magnify the Lord with me, let us exalt his name together. And then it talks about to extol the Lord, E-X-T-O-L, to exalt him is to lift him higher with our voice. To exalt him is to speak highly of him and more highly of him. And he says there, thou art high above, thou art exalted far above all gods. When you speak of him, it's far above all gods. They're wood, they're hay, they're clay, they're stone. They don't have arms. They don't have voices. They don't have eyes to see. Yet our God is a seeing God. Our God is a personal God. Our God is a man not making a likelihood on the four-footed beasts and creeping things. No, he's a God of the heavens. He is far above, and we exalt him far above all the other gods. Why? Because he's righteous and he's holy, and he has salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. And he says, ye that love the Lord hate evil. He preserveth the souls of his saints. He delivereth them out of the hand of the wicked. And my friend, if you'll hate evil, you'll love the Lord. And if you love the Lord, you'll hate evil. That's the promise of God. He preserveth the souls of his saints. What does he give them? Everlasting life. How long are you going to live? As long as God lives. He delivereth them out of the hand of the wicked. We might die in this life at the hand of the wicked, but he's talking about eternally, I believe here. I believe he's looking at another day. I believe he's looking at another time 
when men will live forever in Christ. The wicked cannot touch them. The wicked cannot harm them. They will be delivered out of the hand of the wicked. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. What a wonderful day that's going to be when light is sown for the righteous, when the righteous man will only see light, when God himself is going to be the light through Jesus Christ, and we'll see only light. There'll be no darkness there. Jesus Christ, that light of the world, will also shine out of darkness, and that light will be eternal, and it's sown for the righteous. Light is sown for those that believe God. And then he said, in gladness for the upright in heart. Oh, what gladness it'll be when we see the light of Jesus Christ. When we see the countenance of Jesus Christ. When we see him for who he is, what a gladness it'll be to our hearts. Rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Those of you that listen that are saved by the grace of God, I certainly hope that you rejoice at the very name of Jesus Christ. I hope you give thanks at the very remembrance of Jesus Christ. As we teach these Messianic Psalms and preach these Messianic Psalms, I pray that it brings uh, you back to a place where you remember what God has done for you. I pray that it brings you to a place you remember the marvelous working of Jesus Christ, what God did for you, what God is continuing to do for you, how he brought you out of the dung heap and seated you in heavenly places, how he brought you out of the, the, the riles of sin and seated you in Jesus Christ, and he brought you out of the violence, and brought you out of the bitterness, and brought you out of the hatred, and brought out of the malice and put you in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Oh, would you rejoice at that? Would you remember that? Would you put that in the forefront of your mind, what Jesus Christ has done for you? You ought to be dead in hell tonight. Oh, you ought to be dead in hell. You ought to be burned in the bare, very pits of hell. But God in his mercy reached down, and God in his mercy reached down and delivered us. God in his faithfulness reached down and delivered us out of the miry clay, put our feet on a solid rock, which is Jesus Christ. And how we ought to just thank him. Wouldn't it be good to just lift up holy hands without wrath or doubting and just say, blessed be the name of the Lord. How we thank him for what he's done. How we thank him for who he is. How we thank him for the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, the righteousness of God, the holiness of God, the Son of God. Would you pray for us this week? Pray for us as we labor in Harrisburg. There's a great need, which I cannot mention on the podcast. There's a great need in the church, a great need in people's lives. And we're looking for God to do great and mighty things. And it's all going to be God. It's a marvelous work of God. Salvation is a miracle of God. There are those in the media that need salvation. We're going to have visitors coming in. Hopefully folks again looking for something, looking for help, looking for life in Jesus Christ. And we need help from above. Would you pray for us? Pray that God will convert this sinner. And then for the special need that's in the church this week in Harrisburg, would you pray for Pastor Dave Hockenbury and his family and the special need there in the church? God bless you. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Lord willing, here on the podcast. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord, as he cries for forgiveness and mercy. God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, 
which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption all at night. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.